Here we are. What was that it's face? Mm. <laughs> it's, it's my. You, you can hear the face over the radio. It's. Mm. It's the face. I don't. I want to just t- show it to the world. But you don't I, want to be trapped in a room with it, though. I really don't. <laughs> I, How you doing, Harley? I'm good, if not a little bit terrified. A little bit yeah, terrified. A little bit terrified sexually. of your face. No. But um, yeah, no. I'm. I'm very good. It's yeah. been. A, it's been a good weekend. Welcome to the Harley and Josh show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, full disclaimer. Get a bingo card ready. Yeah, yeah, we're probably gonna we're gonna cross off a couple of lines couple today. Couple of lines today, definitely. Okay, I think maybe we should do that. We should maybe have two lines. I two, think because I think we can make two lines. If you can make two lines, oh, people aren't even making one at the moment. We've no. got to do this because you'll get yourself a free personalized jingle. Yes, ask uh, Victoria Bennett, oh, ask yes. David Brown. They're wonderful. They are. They are. So just like our listeners, you are all wonderful. On my radio. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what you been doing, boy? Well, I've been doing music stuff, really. Really? It's, it's kind of the premise of the show. I'm surprised you what? haven't got it right now. How? <laughs> okay, oh, it's been a year. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a little while, yeah. Awkward. It was yeah. great last week with Tom, wasn't it? Uh, yes, oh, oh that, what such a knowledgeable man. Yes, he is, and uh, it was just it was... talking about touring, just talking about booking agents, talking about sort of like just music industry in general. If you want to listen to that, that's on our YouTube channels, on our iTunes. Do, well, are we on Spotify? We're not on Spotify, are we? No, uh, no, they're well like if you on spot on, uh, on podcasts and stuff. But I don't they, think are they it's... much expense over. Uh, I think they're just very uh, particular about the quality, and it needs to be officially done. Um, <laughs> And well, it's they, quite... they set the bar too low if we're not allowed on there. Well, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But a lot of people don't like having their, their podcast on Spotify because they're not easy to work with as a company. And really? a lot of people don't listen to podcasts on Spotify. No, I actually only found out they do podcasts on Spotify a couple of weeks back. Yep, they've been doing it two years. Mad. I know. I gave. I tried listening to them, uh, listening to my podcast via Spotify because I like having less apps. Right. Uh, just before the show, I was showing my various different music playing apps on yeah. my home screen because I've got it big. Spotify, Podcast Addict and Audible because I've started getting into audio books. This is not an advert. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, pause here for, to skip the advert whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever the... Go to Skillshare.com. <laughs> <laughs> other, other Skillshares are available. Yes, of course. My, your shave is looking good today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, yes. Mac, it is the Harry's Mac and Weldon. Josh show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mac Weldon antimicrobial shavers. No, yeah. that's not what it is. Uh, <laughs> but right, so yeah, um, uh, so musically, you've been a very, very busy bee. I have. Well, as we were talking about Mr. Tom McCarthy, because oh, Mr. Gaddafi. the very next day after we fil- re- filmed, recorded the radio show, mm-hmm. Uh, me and uh, Mr. David Brown went to Norwich to see Skid Row and Cult Classics. Oh, Skid Row! And it nice. was it was incredible. It was really good. I tell you, what, it was quite funny. On the way there, I text Josh. Um, no, I didn't text Josh. I text Tom. <laughs> I, I don't want to talk to you. No, I text Tom uh, to say, you know, we're on our way. You did text me while you were there, though. Did I text you? You sent me a little picture of Tom on stage, and I. Oh yeah, that was in the group just, chat, wasn't it? Oh, I just, I just went. Ugh. Handsome boy with his full-on fro. Uh, he yeah. went full-on fro. Full fro. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the way there, Tom texted me saying, oh, "I've been watching Skid Row sound check and stuff. It's kind of sick. Trying to work out where I recognise the singer from. He was the singer from uh, Dragon Force." 
<laughs> no the way. original singer the one that did Fire in the Flames incredible and I went what? they did other songs <laughs> <laughs> oh sassy heart. burn on a dragon yeah I um <laughs> dragon force degree burns hey got there yeah there we go yeah. Um, Dragon Force. So yeah, yeah, and I mean they were they were awesome, great band. I didn't know any of the songs, mm. so I was kind of sitting. Not at the even ba- eighteen and life, you got it. No, eighteen and life, you know. No, no, you should be the new singer. You should be the next singer. <laughs> nope. Um, but yeah, they were just awesome. Mm. Uh, I say I didn't know any of the songs, but David was. Right at the front was for it, yeah. for that because he was a big fan of Skid Row. Nice. So he was absolutely lapping it up. Because um, yeah. well, he showed me a cover uh, that Skid Row did a little while back of I think it was a Hendrix track. I think it was all along the Watchtower. Right. Uh, or no, it was Little Wing. It was Little Wing. Ah, he yeah. showed me a cover of ages ago, and I was like, hey, "Who is this?" And yeah, I was really really surprised because mm. uh, yeah, obviously a great guitarist. Uh, yeah. But it does take a lot of guts to cover Hendrix. Yeah. I I like the chord pattern on Little Wing because mm. it's a seven chord pattern. <laughs> it essentially that plays... It does a- do borrowed chords all the time. Oh, yeah. That you're like, and they go, that isn't in the key. You're like, it doesn't yeah. matter, it's Hendrix. Well, I think it plays all the all Jazzy the chords Hendrix. in a C major scale, even though it's in G. Cause but no, because he but... switches between E major and minor as well. So it was yeah. kind of, you oh, get yeah, modal does, yeah. stuff and there you get sort of C mixolydian, G yeah. mixolydian, you get A mixolydian. It's really crazy because he just adds sevens wherever there shouldn't be sevens. But That's you're listening right, yeah. to this that technique, and you're like, "Wow, I don't care." And, the, and yeah, it, it doesn't clash because I always call it I, I, it's secret jazz. Yeah, secret jazz. You don't mm. think of Little Wing as being that kind of musical, but mm. it's just it's like a speakeasy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, well, of course, yeah, it is. But yeah, like, um, so, uh, so how was Tom's set though? Mr. Their set Aaron Buchanan, the pl- was classics. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they came out and just absolutely just hit it home. Yeah, uh, you can, you know, when you see a band, there were three lineup. I didn't actually see the second band because we were outside chatting, catching up with Tom after, right. uh, between uh, them and Skid Row, and when you see a band like that come out first, and I, I do sometimes wonder whether they put the better band as the opener to really, <laughs> uh, to get the crowd going, because it's exactly what they did. Mm. Um, Murray and I were talking about this earlier, because um, uh, Murray is playing with Impilo at Borderlands oh, yeah. this weekend, and he's opening up with Impilo. He's the first band. Yeah. And I, I've done that in multiple festivals recently, where they've said can you play later on? I'd be like, I'd rather not. I'd rather be able to keep the evening free so I can get a, a full playing gig yeah. um, and open up the festival. And I actually prefer that because I think if I go to a festival and I see a professional band starting it up, it sets the tone for the rest of the day. Don't yeah. just chuck on, you know, oh, my mate's kid's got an acoustic act. We'll chuck them on first. Like, no, put on a, a big act. Yeah. Then, uh, you know, people will turn up to see the big act. Yeah, and then they, uh, you know, if your mate's kid wants to play acoustic for the first gig ever, he's already got a proud crowd to play so, to. He might thrive with a big crowd, but might not know how to rile them up to the point to get there. Uh-huh. To, so to give give that kid yeah. a step up. So that's to, what I think bands like us are for is just for really setting the tone and getting the crowd ready for it, warming yeah. it up. But yeah, sorry you were saying and, about and, Aaron. And yeah, I mean, thing is, bands like uh, with Lockabillies and stuff. You're, you're you're opening and headlining when you're doing most gigs because you're there you're the end tent with the whole evening. Mm-hmm. So you've learned how to front a band and be the the, the top list as mm-hmm. well as being the guy the first guy on stage. Mm. Uh, like hey. my favorite thing was uh, have you seen John Mayer live in L.A. 
No. What that, is that? Not the try one. Um, no. With Pino. Oh yes, that yeah. Nate, that is that Nate Smith. Um, no, who plays drums oh, for that one? Stevens. Yes, S- Steve. I can't remember. Um, Steve Stevens. No, it's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so he did an acoustic. He opened up with an acoustic set. Oh yeah. Then he did the drum air trio. Yeah. Then he did the full band, oh. and it was great. Cause a couple of songs in the acoustic. Said, Hi, I'm just opening up. Uh. <laughs> I, I made the headlines. Real cool guy, you know. Real handsome. <laughs> and, <laughs> what a douche. And. No, uh, I like John. Oh yeah, he's. I, but it was. I also like James, John Mayall. Yes, I like Rick Mayall. I hope they play. <laughs> I'd love to see those three people on stage together. Oh, that's, that's a funny song. I've seen a very good video of Rick Mayall fronting the Jules Holland band. Wow. Uh, for a blues song, and it's ridiculous. Oh yeah, if you're looking for trouble, then yeah. <laughs> just look at my face. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, so um, yes, so they absolutely hit it home it was great uh it went from like i say uh, a a very dispersed crowd did they have a merch table they did yes nice. i bought a t-shirt nice You've got i a now t-shirt. have a t-shirt with tom's face on <gasps> i was actually very very close to buying one of those t-shirts a while back yeah i, I need to actually now now we can turn up and match oh, oh we can match is this the one with tom's got a little revolver on as well yeah oh yeah a cowboy hat uh, we boots. do not no, uh, rock hat. project. We do uh, no uh, um, Harley and Joshua. We do not promote gun violence. No, not but not it just at all. looks cool as hell. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> only if Tom McCarthy get it, he can get away with anything. He's so attractive. Yeah. No. Um. So, I went from a sort of fairly dispersed crowd to a crowd at the front holding up Aaron upside down. Yes. He was doing a handstand in the crowd, yeah. and I was just trademark. Like, yeah, it was just that was awesome. It was the first time I'd seen that. And I was just like, that was, it was just great. Like, the. Well, he does it at pretty much every single show. And I said, right. you plant people in the audience. And they're like, no. No, we just, we get them ready for it. And it's just like, you know, crowd surfing is one thing. I've only ever crowd surfed once, I think. Yeah. And that's only because there was definitely a crowd there that was there for us, you know? Yeah. But, uh, and that was with Who's Driving Bears Driving. Mm. But like, other than that, no, I've never had enough, a big enough crowd ready for that, it re- I don't think. No, it's it's a case of surface tension when you're, like, flat, you know, it's <laughs> yeah, like... like eggs. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can lay flat on a... On a... Of eggs. Something that floats slightly, but if you go head egg. first, it will sink. Yeah. So, egg. get, get yeah, Eggs. Eggs. Practice crowd surfing on eggs. Yeah, do that. It Just will... play, do practice gigs to eggs. But if Just you can a do whole a, room worth of eggs. If you can do a handstand on eggs, I, I bet Aaron can. I bet he could. He could, yeah. I bet Aaron Buchan. Oh. An egg. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. Eggy way. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just accidentally made another pun. Oh. I just went, oof. Ah! <laughs> oh, I didn't realise I said it until I said it. You know, I was just like, I need to tell someone because yes. no one else would have got that. No, no, no. It's good. It's good when you explain it. It's very good when I explain it. Explain it. <laughs> hey! Oh, <laughs> man, the train never stops. Oh, exceptional. It was, wasn't it? Uh, what did you do the next day, Harley? So, well, what day the next day? It was Wednesday. I have no idea what I actually <laughs> did. Um, let's let's consult the diary. I'm proud that I've got 11 minutes in without looking at my phone. Oh, I um, know. And according to this, I did nothing. <laughs> oh, um, I I was had a day at the shop, and I probably went to the cinema in the evening. Probably did. Yes. <laughs> what did you watch? Uh, I cannot remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mamma Mia two again. Yeah, yeah. I'm. You know, it grows on you <laughs> like a mold. Yeah, bad rash. <laughs> um, 
And I did something on the Thursday. Oh, you know what I did on Thursday? No, no, I don't. I had a very. That's why I'm asking you. I had a very. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had a very early start, uh, and I was very tired mm-hmm. because I had to be in Whittam for Whittam. half nine. Oh, mate. To set up and have a kind of rehearsal with Chart Attack. Nice. Um, we met up with... You've not heard of Chart Attack. That's Harley's other radio show on IO Radio. <laughs> Talking about every brand new song of the every week. Every brand new song. We Here's talk the about... rundown, guys. The Chart Attack. Hello, guys. I'm welcome to Chart Attack. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna be starting another 20 and work our way down. Right, this one is Elton John and your song. <laughs> I don't think it's in the charts anymore. <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah, why wet him? Why wet him? Um, well, we were meeting up with an agent for a, an agency um and he was very interested in working with us on some um uh getting us some gigs and sort of thing nice uh and they were based down in hampshire and i said as a as a um bargaining tool to get them to come see us i said well why don't we come a little bit closer in in retrospect we didn't come much closer (laughs) they could have just stayed on the road a little bit longer and met us in ipswich but yeah um they had a very busy day, so uh, we met them in Whittam. We had a little rehearsal there. And he came along uh, with uh, a guy, Nick, um, and his associate, Lucy. They came and watched us perform uh, in a very stuffy, empty room. Uh, we did a handful of songs to show what we're all about, and they really liked what we did. Sweet. So um, they've basically kind of said they want to work with us. We're working on getting some new promotional material with them, Um and we'll be uh, doing a lot of work with those guys, which I'm really looking forward to. Very nice. It's, uh, yeah, it's really exciting. We have to have a special shout out to Mr. Andy Bartlett. He's uh, good. Andy, but Andy Bartlett on guitar. Andy Guitartlett. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't have a Tom Guitarthy and a Tartlett. Andy Guitartlett. I think you can. <laughs> I think you can. Anyone whose name can be made into a guitar, then... Uh, and plays guitar, it has to happen. That's fair. So you had Mr. Andy Guitarlet. Nice. Uh, he helped us out because Oscar was away for that week. Uh, so we had no guitarist. Andy stepped in for just a rehearsal. Great. Just so we could kind of show the guys what we're all about. Nice. So I was... Um, I, I give you a bit of sex appeal as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does help. He does help in that yeah. regard. Um, so, uh, you know, big public thank you for, for helping us sort of land that. Um, Good old boy. Bing. Oh, we should do that. We should do a public a public thank you jingle. jingle. There we go. As if you haven't got enough to do this week. <laughs> so yeah, that um that was my Thursday and it kind of could be in it put me in a lovely good mood for the rest of the Thursday weekend. Thursday night as well. I saw you Thursday night, didn't I? Did see me Thursday we night. Had old blues jam Did at indeed. The Swan and I was switch. supposed to have rehearsal with Oh, that was not my phone. With your beep beeps. Um I was supposed to have rehearsal um with the mementos but that unfortunately got cancelled so instead i uh went to the blues jam which was great fun did you actually get to play with rainer no did you get to play with steve mortimer no that was the most annoying two people you wanted to play with more importantly i wanted just to chat with steve and say hi because i hadn't got a chance we were at the same gig together the other day but he came off and i went on and he'd left i think before we managed to like before we finished their concept, so I didn't get a chance to chat with him. Mm-hmm. I really liked Steve, a lovely guy. Yes, but play. when I turned up, he was on stage. Then he came off when I was called up. Then I came off and he was called up. And this went on, and he left before I could finish, before the house band finished, before I could be like, 
hey man so um yeah i didn't get to see him which was annoying but um the the highlight of my evening was, was being able to jam with ben diffley again oh that's fun uh, that was that was a that was a special uh, that, moment. That, yeah it was you diffley tim ainsley and patrick what's that name i I think his name. Yeah, uh, he's a great rhythm player. Whoever yeah. he is, I need to remember his surname because mm. he is—he really knows how to get a groove mm. and hold it. And over the top of Tim and Diffley uh, going off on one, he just kept in the groove the whole time. Yeah, like, I'm sure you were as well, but I wasn't focusing on you. Uh, like, me, me and Ben, we we kind of went into our own little world yeah. at some point. It was—I just—I was really impressed with him because like it- he not only found a nice groove, like doing some syncopation, going off beat on it. Um, and not using just you know staying in one chord with a little bit of sort of slide chromatic sliding yeah. going on but he also stayed there he found a good groove and he stayed there and I think that's quite difficult for a guitarist yeah, to do it's, it's not difficult but it's, 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 it, it's, it's not it's not common it's as difficult as um, staying uh, con- concentrating on the right thing mm. you know if, you, if, you, if your mind wanders and you start to sort of waiver well, it's a jam isn't it and yeah. you sort of expect to just not worry about it yeah but then when you you do and you, you focus you actually do make a really great great track yeah so yeah it was good but it, it, it was some great stuff like me me tim and and ben were all bouncing off nicely off each other and maybe his name is pat I can't yeah remember. but we were chatting afterwards i went up to him and said oh great playing oh, thank great you, beard yeah lovely beard very pointy yeah i said to her you know great play man and uh, he's like, I was like, also love your guitar. And he's like, you know what? I'm so happy you said thanks for my playing first because everybody com- everybody compliments me on my Paul? guitar. It is a 1971 Les Paul. Is it gold top? I don't or know. Is it cherry sunburst? That's cherry burst. I believe. Yeah. No, it was a gold top. It was, it was gold a gold top, top. Uh, and it was a very amazing. rare one. Yeah. Um, he gave me a whole history on it, and it was just incredible. Yeah, nice. Um, and you know, he says, I, he said he he. he this one, Saw did, it. this one did cocaine with slash and yeah loads all that sort of stuff and uh, but he's like everyone he says the guitar kind of outshines him because it's uh, such a like everyone who yeah. knows guitars goes wow yeah. and forgets about you know there's actually a person playing it <laughs> yeah, yeah. and without that person it would just be floating in midair which would be impressive in its own right <laughs> but um it's not quite the same um same sort of playability factor no, no, you know you you when you have a guitar that floats, it, it everything else goes on the window. It, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. What did you do on the Friday, Harley? So the Friday, I had a very easy day. I believe I can't again. Can't remember what I did. Um, I think I. Oh no, I know what I did. I went to the gym. Rock I started going to the gym, guys. I'm that guy. So um, you can really tell he looks super jacked right now. I think he's on steroids. <laughs> it was funny actually. I said to he's juiced. I said to at uh, the jam. Ben said to me, he's like. Looking pretty buff, man. I was like, oh, thanks, man. I joined the gym. He was like, oh, when when he's do you start lonely. going? He's I went, lonely. He needs some... tomorrow night. <laughs> I've been a part of the gym for a while, but I hadn't been. But he, you know, maybe just thinking about it makes you just kind of yeah. buff up. Uh, or it's just the fact that I had a haircut and it made me yeah, good. Yeah, that's it. Does you do that? Yeah, so that was fairly easy. Uh, but Saturday, I was playing with Mementos. Nice. Which was lovely. Was it a Mementos occasion? It was a Mementos a function, occasion. A wedding. It was. It was a wedding at... Belston Hall. I don't know if you played there. Uh, where in, in, in what the the hotel? Not quite the hotel. Not Belston Brook. No, it's next. It's I can't remember. It's right in the sticks of Belston. Okay. But um, lovely place. 
The only problem we had, though, is it was a lovely summer's evening. Nice. We were inside, nice. and it was a bit warm, and everybody was outside catching up with their family. Classic, and so yeah. we were playing to a fairly quiet crowd for the most part until it cooled down in the evening. Yeah. But there was a point where we were playing to two, two small kids, and we were like, nice. does anyone know Bob the Builder? <laughs> <laughs> because... Yeah. This we've got to say is can we fix it? Yeah. I think even then though it might be a bit outdated now. Yeah, what's what's the modern day kids song? I don't know, Yo Gamma Gamma Get Swifty. <laughs> yeah, uh, get Swifty. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Pants in your panties. greatness greatness well yeah so uh did was that booked through an agency was that through the bride and groom i think that was booked direct i believe Mm -hmm. i don't know for sure that's the the majority of the weddings that i play are booked directly from the bride and groom um i think it's um that might be a, a sort of a downfall for agencies in today's era of social media and, mm. and, uh, and being able to have your own band website quite easily mm. and have your own domain names is that there's not much point in going to agencies uh, unless you really have no idea what you want. Because yeah. you can just be like, search rock and roll band in Ipswich. We're one of the first listings that come up. Yeah. Um, so if that's what they're kind of looking for, then they'll find us easy. Yeah. Uh, I think most of our wedding bookings either come from googling us mm. and emailing us through the website yeah uh, and or facebook well the great thing about these guys because they when they in the first email they said we want to work with you exclusively and we went oh, well what does that mean because if that means that they want to give us gigs and we can't you do can't anything else outside um then or you that, can't have another agency yeah it's like a 360 contract we don't want to be kind yep. of stuck to that uh, and when we spoke to them and we we mentioned that and he's, he made a very good point. He was just like, well, the main reason we say that is just ease. If you're booking with lots of different agents, that means if someone goes, is a band available for this date, we need to then phone you to make sure its date is still available. As long as you keep your diary up to date, uh, they have a synced cal- Google calendar with us. So uh-huh. uh, as long as if a gig comes, it goes on there so we can see what days you are and aren't available. That's the main thing. Uh-huh. And it completely puts us at ease in that sense. And they said, he said... If you want to book a gig through uh, for like friends or family, um, let us know. Just say, and they'll get them to book it through us because then we'll have they'll do all of that work, but they won't take any commission. Uh, so they can still right. book uh, gigs through the friends and family and have it done all proper way, but they won't charge us anything um, on uh, on a commission for like a friends or family gig, which I think is great for that kind of thing. Mm. And they also said in terms of pub gigs, they like said what a lot of their bands do if they want to do pub gigs for local promotion stuff book them uh and just let us know when when they are and they say try and book them out of the peak season which makes sense mm-hmm. um because we still want to be doing the odd pub gig um as How you does say that work to promote the bands though because it's the thing like you'll still mm. be playing in other bands and yes and if no. they're looking at that at that calendar that won't show that band's dates by then, unless... in that in that regard that'll cover me mm-hmm. um and I can get easily get a dep in. Right. They're, they're fully aware that we're all working musicians, that we can get, uh, we may need to get cover for our gigs. Mm-hmm. They did say their only reserve, reservation is that is Elliot as a singer. He's got quite um, a great, he, he fronts the band well. Uh, he's got quite a character when he performs, and people might be booking, booking for him. Right. Uh, so he might be the one that wants to be exclusively working with that band, mm-hmm. which I think at the moment he pretty much does. Mm. However, they do have in their contracts that depths may need to be booked because 
if Elliot loses his voice one day and we need cover, yeah. there's not a lot we can do, uh, say, yeah, for cancelling the gig. We've used ill or you know, yeah. family emergency, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's just got to happen, isn't it? So, um, you know, he says, make sure you've got depths for everyone. Uh, do you have de- depths for everybody in the band? Uh, we have depths for most of us. Um, we kind of call on them as we need to. Mm. We've only really had to get cover for Oscar so far, but we're now building up a repertoire of people who can step in for us yeah. when we need. Oh, the same thing with Lockerbillies. Like, you know, we've replaced everybody... Uh, on short notice yeah in, in the past I have played with a full band of depths before yeah um, with me <laughs> yeah with you definitely yeah, yeah. at, um, uh, at Bilderston that's it also yeah. in Grosvenor because I had uh, Diffley Ben Goble Lloyd with his Turnbull and I yeah and all four of those all three yeah all three of those guys were like I'll follow you man <laughs> <laughs> that's the great thing with the sort of music you do is that and also the way that you've marketed it is you're the main person. Yeah. Everyone's looking at you. There's but never there is the problem. Therein lies the problem. The same thing with Elliot. It's like yeah. I become unreplaceable then. So like if yeah. literally if I if I've booked a, a friend's wedding where mm. I'm not playing, I'm just attending, then the guys can't they can't, can't have some work. You yeah. Know, if somebody asks about it, but you know I might just see if I can get myself a, a lookalike. Yeah. I can, pay, I can paint some sideburns on. Yeah, go on. And, uh, go yeah. on. Put some, put some engine oil in your in your hair. Just yeah, to... no, I can do that. I can do fine. Mascara or my beard. Was that your only gig this weekend? Um, it was. Although Sunday I had, which was yesterday for those listening live, I was at Area Fifty One doing some drum covers with Rainer Vandell. Rock and roll. He was filming me playing drums. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, you are grade two. You are a higher grade than Rainer Vandell. I am a much, yeah, I am a much more accomplished drummer. Keep than, about that yeah, he gets so annoyed when I say that. It's brilliant. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we worked with uh, Tom Rout of Tom Rout Cinematography. What Check the nude. Yeah, I uh, worked with him myself. And uh, we... we we darkened out the room, uh, um, Area 51, and we lit it back up again in ways that made it look awesome. Nice. I actually couldn't meet, get to the desk at one point because, <laughs> or for most of the day, because Tom Too was drunk. like, I'm going to try something and put a light here. So he put a light in the control room, right. shining at the drums through the window. Right. And he was like, is this going to be in the way? I was like, yes. He was like, yes. tough. I was like, <laughs> okay. Oh. So the way I had it, I had the control room at one side, like the um, all the keyboard and stuff at one side. And if I needed to make any uh, changes to the gains on the desk, I had to crawl under the light to get to the other side. Luckily, once we'd done a fir- the first few takes, it was fine. And we got a really good drum sound. Rain was really happy with that. The video just looks incredible. Um, Have you signed an NDA uh, so that we can't know what songs he's done? Um, I'm... I haven't sized, signed anything, but I'm not going to say because I think. What about artists? Can we um, know what artists? If I knew, I would. <laughs> <laughs> They're too popular in current it's, man. It's, it's all pop. And it's not I'm, the Elton John on the chart attack. It's, it's not. It's not. not <laughs> no, maybe we should. Uh, can we get away with playing a drum cover on the radio show? I think we should because uh, he adds a lot to the tracks because mm-hmm. he, he's playing drums on tracks that don't have acoustic drums on, and he does some really cool bits with it. Nice. Uh, so I'll um, yeah we'll uh, probably play one once they're up live and you can have links in the description uh, uh, to the video once That's, they're out this is such a Rainer segment <laughs> it is such a Rainer Rainer it's, it's almost as Rainer a segment as David Brown's Harley and Josh show slash Riding with Rainer uh, parody <laughs> that he put up yeah we'll just see if we can find that and share it oh yeah Again. I don't know I don't know if that was put on a public page or not I think it must have been oh because you yeah. guys are listening in you'll, you'll love it yes <laughs> okay. if anyone's seen the riding with Rainer or Rainer's video cast if anybody if any here is ridden Rainer you'll yes. find it hugely pleasurable 
it's worked. What? Right then, we've been waffling on for a bit. I want to play some music. Okay. Um, so, pick one, two, or three, Harley. Uh, two. Two, okie dokie. So we've got some fantastic that, hip-hop you, playing locally. That had no like correlation with the number I picked. Oh, right. So what was just, the number you picked? I don't know. You just picked a random one. I just one. went one, two, three. Anyway, oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a three-sided dice here, guys. We're playing D&D. Um, so yeah these guys are playing locally um, at uh, a hip hop event coming soon check around for the gig list we will be talking about it at the end of the show um, Indigo Frequency this is a track that is on X I Don't Lies most recent album Eternal this one's called Frequently check it out That was Frequently by X I Don't Lie featuring Indigo Frequency, who are playing live this weekend. You can check that out in the gig list at the end there. So, Harley, Hi. I did things too. Well. Oh, didn't I? What did I do? Yeah, what did you do? Tell me. And you. Actually, Tell yourself. Because I haven't checked my thing. Well. Uh, you might have noticed that I didn't. last week oh. I was in the studio with some very, very talented people that you have also been in the studio with. Yeah. Ikoko. Um Yeah, I got to uh, be in the studio for two days straight with the Coco, which is Ben Diffley, Jake Marshall Tierney, Alfie Harris, and uh, KZ. Mm-hmm. All of them phenomenal players. Played every single one of my new uh, original tracks that are the sort of soulful ones, all live in the room, no overdubs, apart from one, which was a spoken word track, which is quite difficult for me to do non-rhythmically. Of course. Over playing guitar, that was the thing. Like I was like, I could try and play it, well, speak it and play, but I would be, it's kind of like, you know, dividing up your body. It's like being rhythmic with your hands, but being completely free with your head, which is, I find very difficult. Yeah. you know, if I was Gil Scott Heron, uh, slightly different, but you know, I'm not. But some of this stuff actually, I think, it sounds quite Gil Scott Heron actually. Yeah. Because I get quite talky in it. So if anybody here likes Gil Scott Heron, you're that sort of like poet style version of singing. He's the same sort of thing as maybe Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds or uh, Bob Dylan or, um, oh, crikey, I'm trying to, Leonard Cohen. Yeah. You know, all that sort of thing where you've got, it's, it's, they're phenomenal musicians. Um, but they can also really speak to an audience, not just by singing. So I'm mm. trying to emulate that a bit. I'm a bit. I'm not trying to put myself on the same platform as them, but you know, it's that sort of trying to trying to get my word across. Um, with the Lockerbilly stuff, it's been I've been personal with it, but I've been very I've been trying to make it so much less about my experience and more about shared experiences. Um, yeah. So, but this one is has been more about you know my kind of life experiences and trying to put them through music. Um, I couldn't have asked for a better band. Um, maybe you know I've got a better one this week, but who knows? <laughs> wow, <laughs> who knows? Um, but uh, they yeah, or a better studio and uh, engineer to work with because Dean Amos from Sugar Ray's Vintage Recording mm. Studio, just like he's such an enabler in terms of a producer. Yeah, it's very difficult I find when I am recording with a band, not to say maybe try this or. Um, I don't know, get agitated when people aren't getting it wrong. We're yeah. getting it wrong consistently sort of thing. Or if they're wasting time just faffing about and just laughing about in the studio and stuff. Yeah. We were doing that. Um, you know, in between takes, we'd just be talking. He's like, guys, we're rolling. But he wouldn't be sitting there going, 
you know oh for god's sake yeah it would just literally be like uh, he would be introduced he would introduce the song well tell it and tell us we're rolling the you know the tape because it's all done tape yeah it's <laughs> just, just crazy um on these old ampex um tape players and tape mm-hmm. recorders um and he would be like tape's rolling uh this is predicament josh Locke and friends as he called us wow yeah <laughs> and they kept on laughing at each other i was like not my friends <laughs> it's like we're only here because you pay us ben did say that he found uh the engineer really easy to Ding. work with yeah. um and he, he was like yeah you're gonna you're gonna do well with this guy because he he's really really easy to work with and mm. um he's passionate about the music as well he'll sit there and yeah. say like you know this is great about the song he won't just sit there and say, oh, this particular sound is good. He will say that, yeah. um, but he'll just be like, oh, I like the movement of this verse into that one sort of thing. And, you know, the difference yeah. between there and he's like, I like the intricacies that you guys have picked out from each other's playing to, you know, to, to vibe off of. Because each of the takes, you know, I've got so many takes that I can read my, on my phone. I can show mm. them to you in a bit. Oh, you've already heard some, actually. You, yeah, you play me some, yeah. I did yeah. show you some on Thursday. Um, where, like, some takes will be completely different. And others uh, where we really had started to get into the the vibe of it slightly easier the for us song to get into starts it. To yeah, exactly. But it was a wonderful experience to be able to record with the Coco. Um, you know, two days just you know, for me went from you know a band playing with each other to brothers because you know we, we had the the drive there and back. Got yeah. to sort of like hang out with each of them individually. Um, to you know just talk to them more kz was just fascinating he's a very fascinating man yeah he's very you know he's a teacher Uh, he's a great player he's a great dj so i was the you know first time i'd really been able to spend some time um alone with him Mm. and yeah just same with alfie same with jake definitely i mean poor guy's been stuck with me for many years Years now now, yeah um but you know those guys it was really fun to just be able to sit there and and hear about their musical experience you know and that when i worked with a coco i i found the same that it was it was great to sort of you know alfie we we chat quite a lot because we're bass players so we nerd it's off what you, it's we, what you people do isn't it? we nerd yeah. yeah um but like jake and casey uh, a couple of guys that i've known uh musically for, for a long time but mm-hmm. never really got a chance to just sort of speak to them as a person mm. and um you know have a laugh and yeah and a studio it can be quite a good place to sort of do that and Definitely. to sort of to get to know someone which is great so yeah that was my Wednesday no Tuesday and Wednesday Um, Thursday was Blues Jam I was part of the house band so that was the first time in ages yeah Uh, was it Andy playing bass yeah. his name was Andy he was playing a lefty well he was playing a right handed bass but strong for a lefty yeah which I thought yeah it's great probably Hendrix style Um, Dan Dolman on the drums who actually played one of my original tracks from the lockabillies yeah we did um she's dangerous which has like a 32 part drum solo in the middle of it nice. and i unbeknownst to the rest of the band i was like it's a it's a d minor jam uh but instead of going straight to the five it goes to a flat six so um quite a fun thing where you uh you can sit there and chuck in a b flat instead of just going from five to four yeah um um, yeah, so it was really fun because uh, in the middle of it, he had a drum solo and I snuck in a wine bottle uh, and when the drumstick and so uh, just grabbed out from behind my amp and started going, nice. got that out to the audience. 
so people that were there watching that were, were only there to to watch they don't they don't play an instrument the bottle got passed around the audience to to bang along with it sweet which is one of the things that i do uh, at the wedding shows yeah i'll take them along uh, um, and for any of the gigs really where i'm you know, there's not a massive great big barrier in between me and the audience. You know, yeah. I don't have to jump down from the stage to give somebody a bottle. I'll do it. Um, so that was really fun. It was, it was it was it was nice to play with those guys again. It's been a long time since I've have been able to go to the Blues Jam because yeah. we have Rock Project on Thursdays, don't we? That's it. I was that's why part of why I was so happy to be able to make it this time round because mm. I think it happened before when there was Blues Jam on a school holiday, and I was like, I had something else on. I was like. Oh, for all the weeks that mm-hmm. I could have gone, but I not thought ahead and booked something else. Mm. I was still, ah, well. Yeah, well, it was, it, it, being able to do it is a pleasure, and I think you know it is. If we if we make it an obligation to go every time, it becomes a chore. Yeah. And jams are just supposed to be fun for us musicians. I know uh, Ben Diffley and Andy Bartlett both. They did it. They were house band for years, and uh, they stopped being house band and just haven't re- didn't go back mm. for a long time yeah, for because long time, it yeah. became like I say it became a bit too humdrum. It became uh, to routine yeah. uh, there was not that excitement at the beginning of each one so moving on because I haven't got much time to talk about my stuff um, it's Friday Ipswich High School I got to play at Ipswich School yeah. next to Christchurch Park for a wedding for Ben and Rebecca Catchpole now Mr and Mrs uh, thanks for booking us guys that was wonderful um, because I hadn't been to the Ipswich School for a long time uh, you know a lovely hall in there um, and yeah they had like fish and chips just four people like nice. and a casino they set up a casino a wedding crazy um but yeah we got to we learned um their first dance song for them which was um uh it was an elvis track um for oh what was it called and i love you so uh, i first thought he meant love me tender because he goes and i love you so yeah but actually the song starts up and i love you so it's a completely different thing it's like a slow jam sort of thing right uh full disclosure i'd forgotten we were supposed to be doing that until the day oh the thing is i'd listened to the track when he requested it and i was like oh that's super easy oh, okay. it's just a uh three four one six no three five one six chords, oh, okay. chords, chord structure. So we did it in G, so that would have been A minor, D, G, E minor. Only those four chords the whole time. Yeah. And I was like, guys, just watch me for the changes. Rainer, there's no stops, so you're fine on the drums. To just go you know, until just I say, playing. don't go. Yeah, and I said, <laughs> just build, you know. Yeah. Um, and it worked really perfectly. Wonderful crowd. We did the bottle thing, you know. Yeah, got, nice. Got the, we we had about six or seven you know wine bottles out I, I wrap them in cling film I, yeah just because otherwise have you mentioned that on the show before I know I've heard yes. it before yeah. yes I have oh, a broken record and I spin me around like a broken underline sky sorry um, yeah so oh, I should have known that <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah so that was a wonderful wedding uh, what a beautiful wedding who's that Oh, that was Planet at the Disco. Yay! Planet. Planet at the Disco. Planet at the Disco. Um, Captain Planet at the Disco? No, it doesn't work. Planet uh, Express. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Star Express. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was Friday. That was a, um, you know, it was a full uh, wedding show. I did discount them for a bit because David Housden, um, who's an old friend of ours, yeah. um, helped, uh, you know, sort of got in touch to book it, book us for it. So I was like, all right, mates rates, a little bit of mates rates, but it was, um, it, it, it was good. It was, and it's enough that I didn't have any other gigs over the weekend. So it was all right for me yeah. to sort of not have to do that. So Saturday, 
I got to go out to Maritime Festival. Yeah, boy. Which was wonderful. There was a BBC Suffolk stage um, where I only saw three acts, which mm. was Hot Tramp. Hot Tramp. I love Hot Tramp. Um, Albion Mills, where they had a special guest from yes. Giles King. They played When the Levy Breaks oh, by Led nice. Zeppelin, who I've, ne- I've never seen anybody cover that. No. Fun fact, um, Lewis Gray from Hot Tramp. Yep. And I uh, were talking about it. Um, when the Levy Breaks by Led Zeppelin is a cover. Um, and that oh. song is actually from 1927. Um, I'm going to have to find out what the uh, Kansas Jim something. Kansas. Did not know that. That's brilliant. Kansas Joe McCoy in Memphis Mini. Um, yeah, 1927. It's wow. a wonderful track. Like Robert Johnson kind of style. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Great, so check that out. It's a really old recording, but wonderful song. Mm. So yeah, Albie Mills did a great set. And I've forgotten what their new... Is it Dusky Sunday, I think they're called now? Sam Thurlow, Sam Bongo Boy, yeah. and uh, Fern Tether. Yeah. Um, funny though, Sam Bongo Boy was actually playing congas. Conga Boy. So I was like, false advertising, Sam. Awkward. <laughs> yeah. Bring your bongo. bongos next time, boy. Um, so, uh, bongo boy. Bongo boy. Bongo boy. You eat boy. Um, but yeah, so then we moved along. I was hanging out with Josh, Carr, Sophie and Chloe Wood and, and Diffley for a long time and the guys yep. from Indigo Frequency for points as well. Nice, uh, moved further along to, there was a beer tent over the, ru- over the other side of the river. And... Uh, um, this is where I'm going to go on a rant. Take it off your bingo cards, guys. Right, Josh Rant. Um, Long in the Gospel Trash were playing. Yeah. We've played them on the show here before. Um, but man, was I disappointed. Like, they would, like, I'm sure they played all right, but they kept on faffing about in between songs. And also, the audience weren't that into them. So, what did he yeah. do? He berated them. He was sitting there going, Come on, Ipswich, Ross, wrong of you, it's Saturday night. You know, there's yeah. some good music playing here. And like he said, uh, you know, evidently this is the stage where you come to get real music because over the river, there's all there is is just uh, S-word cover bands uh, and, and old blokes. And I said, I just shout, I was heckling them. I was like, no, Hot Tramper over there, Dusky Sunday, Fern Tether. I said, yeah. that's all original good music. And he says, all right, you can go and take this bloke and get, get his yacht, you know, calling me a rich boy uh, mm. and go over there with him. And I was like, don't berate your audience, you idiot. That's, um, no, that's not cool. Not cool. Like, if you're bombing, it's not the audience's fault, it's your fault. Yeah, and sometimes when you're playing and people aren't dancing and aren't into it, it sometimes helps to go, look, you know, I hope you're all right. I hope you're enjoying the music. You can sit and listen. That is fine. Yeah. Some people you do just not dictate want- how people enjoy your yeah. music. Exactly okay. that, and like I've uh, I've heard from um, inside sources just how awful he has been to other musicians. Right, um, yeah. Like a good friend of mine, uh, she was invited on stage with them, turned up, and they uh, just denied all knowledge of her, um, and also tried to just I don't know they were hitting on her basically. Uh. Um, again, I, I, this could be hearsay. I don't know, but like they were talking about it like just like an object and I'm not okay with that you know I I'm, I'm, I consider myself a feminist or an equalitist you know so mm. you don't do that no um, and you know everybody I was hanging out with in the audience was with the same with me there was one guy who was a promoter he was just like aren't they great I said no they're awful um, mm. well actually the band were great it yeah. was just him as a front man nah no I do not appreciate that um, yeah just being up himself he was like thought he was like Noel Gallagher or something no Liam Gallagher sorry was um, it uh, I've probably said this a thousand times but um, Horse Clark from Horsefire yeah said you know the moment you get on stage 
you are the least least important person in that room uh-huh. because everyone else's enjoyment is far more important than yours. I think so too. You know, yeah, I will agree with that. If you can enjoy yourself doing it, but as long as they're mm. enjoying themselves doing what, however they like, say. So we we heckled Josh Carr from Hot Tramp and I were heckling, um, and after a while we were just like, screw it, we're leaving there, and we went to watch Easttown Pirates. Which All was right, phenomenal. Of course, it was such a good show. Randy said it was the busiest one, really, busiest they've ever seen the steamboat. The steamboat, because I was I was in the mosh pit the whole time. You'll see my brand new shoes got a little bit. These 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 are bright white Nikes, what? and now they 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 they. they they yesterday, if you just saw these, were pretty much black because I'm moshing with a bunch of people with Dr. Martins. Yeah, <laughs> I just got trodden on, but I loved it. It was so good. Like Murray and Murray was there watching it with me. Dave Brown was there watching it with of course, me. Yeah, he said in the mosh pit, we were just proper getting like Larry, and it was like fear being sixteen, seventeen again. Because I, I was chatting with you yesterday, and you were just like how achy you were. Oh, from I was in pain. You. I was just slightly hungover as well. Yeah. Because you can't you can't go to a punk show and not have a few beers. No, no, it's 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 the culture of that kind of thing, yeah. and you really get into it. Like that's. It's I'm weird. not condoning drinking there. <laughs> know your limits, people. Yes, that's, know your that, limits. That's, is that the is that the word? <laughs> yes, yeah. punk drink responsibly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I can't say how this but So uh, yeah, um, and then Sunday, I can't remember what I did Sunday. I was just hanging out. I'm packing, packing my house down because I'm moving house. Yeah, so boy. Yeah, so I've just sort of been... Uh, I helped Rich Webb move a sofa. I helped Murray move a sofa. And I moved my own sofa. I moved three sofas in a day. You're a man with a van now. Yes, Welcome I'm Welcome to the club. Oh, no, 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 no. That's been like that for the past like four years since yeah, I've had a Chevy. I've helped so many friends move out. Yeah. They're like, oh, you got a van? Well, yeah, we don't have to pay for somebody to do anything. So I will give you a cup of tea. But yeah, I'm happy to help people that are family, you know? Yeah. I like Rich. Um, anyway, so uh, moving on, we have a lot to talk about on Gig List. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Harley, have you got something you want to promote first? Um, this weekend, what is happening this weekend? Oh, I have got lots to promote, yeah. So, I've got two, not one, but two public gigs with Chart Attack this weekend. Wonderful, where? i got Friday night, I will be playing at the Golf, Golf Hotel. Hotel. Wow, you know this better than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, we got... Uh, yeah, so Chart Attack will be there. We'll also Foxhall be- Road, isn't it? And the following night, uh, we will be at the Grand Central in Ipswich. Wow. Um, Is that the first time you played there? First time we played at Grand Central, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll be doing different sets on both nights. Great. Um, which will just be great fun. I'm great really stuff, looking man. forward to it. Um, Quick uh, suggestion. They have a big screen in there. Um, I would recommend you, you might already know this but I'm going to say it to anybody listening in take a USB stick with your logo on it and put it into their computer and they can put the logo on that big screen while you're playing instead of them because the amount of times I've played there and they're playing YouTube videos and people are watching that instead of the band so yeah thank you because I went in there the other day and they told me the same thing they said you know if you want to put your logo on there bring in a, like, a PowerPoint presentation or a load of photos yeah. and so I was like great yep I'll do that and I haven't done it <laughs> so I'm now going to go home tonight and Get do that cool man I, so you got Friday and Saturday public gigs. Friday, yep, Friday, Get Saturday, on it, on, and then I've got a private wedding on the Sunday as well, nice which one. will be great. Where's um, that? that is at Newmarket, it's at the Granary Barn Ooh. in Newmarket. Slanky. We've played there before uh, with the Mementos. Um, mm. With uh, we had our old keys player Nick White uh, mm-hmm. join with us, and he's back with us again this weekend. Oh, wonderful! So he's done two gigs with us this weekend at the he's same like, venue. I quit. 
<laughs> yeah. It's, For God's sake, let me I go. I think he's just been staying there the whole time. He's just been <laughs> he sitting in the there in the dark. Yeah. Nice. Oh, cool. So, uh, yeah, I'll get on to the gig list then, sir. Go ahead, son. This uh, Friday, August 24th, is the debut launch night of Ferry Fest at Felix Doe Sailing Club. Yes. Uh, it's the, the first time Ferry Fest has happened. So, if you're a Felix Doeian or an Ipswichian or just a Suffolkian, if you are suffocated... Yes. Like we are. Hey. Um, get yourself down to the ferry. That's a whole weekend of not only just music. Uh, there's myself and the Lockerbillies will be playing on Friday night, as well as the Craze. Um, oh yes, of course they're there. Yes, of course. So Dermot Gardner, Nick. son of uh, uh, of of Stetson's a cool Matt Gardner. That's it. So yeah, Mark. Um, Mark. Mark. That's my it. bad. Um, so yeah, too many too many M's. Um, yeah, so that's one. going on all weekend. So check them out. Uh, there's Mike. No. Um, so yeah. August 25th. There's a lot going on this weekend because there is... Uh, there it's is. a bank holiday. Yeah. So there's much, much happening. So August 25th from 2 p.m. Hoax are holding a, uh, a bank holiday they party. A party. Party. At cult. Um, with some fantastic acts. They've got Rats. They've got Franco Fraze. Thick as Thieves. Impilo. Naked French, Alfie Indra, and Pale Girls. So Gab will be playing that twice hey. uh, with Pale Girls and Impilo. So get there, check that out. You know, I'm going to try and get, get along to that because obviously I'm going to be playing up the road in the evening, so I'm going to try and swing along for the yeah. afternoon. Make it over. I mean, the Impilo are playing first, I believe. Oh, mate, I get to see them. So you'll be able to see them. Um, uh, okay, so also August 25th, you've got Scar Mania 5 at uh, the Rep in Ipswich from 7.30. That's August 25th. Uh, also ooh, August 24th you've already talked about that actually sorry August 25th Dream McLean Rye Shabby British and Indigo Frequency who you heard earlier what's that? Dave just texted me saying he's only just realised it's Monday and he's not he wasn't <laughs> he's only just realised oh sad oh, um, so yeah the- Indigo Frequency we played that track featuring uh, well that they were featuring on from X I Don't Lie. Uh, so check that out. That's uh, this Saturday, I believe it's in the Manor Ballroom. So that's the 25th. Uh, also, there's the Briarbank Beer Festival going on this weekend as well. Uh, you can catch Jackson Co. there on Friday. Nice. Um, August 26th now, we're on the Saturday. We have Albion Mills playing the railway. I saw them, I caught them on the BBC Suffolk stage uh, last Saturday. They were wonderful. Uh, they played some great covers. They did some Doors. Uh, who else did they do? They did a great cover, which I've never heard anybody else play. Well, they did When the Levy Breaks, but there's, they've got loads of their stuff like that. So, yeah, they do The Who. They do The Seeker. I love that track. Oh, nice. Anyway, uh, so we also have there's uh, the Windrush 70th Celebration. So, celebrating all the immigrants that came over okay. um, from, from uh, the West Indies and things like this. Um, just celebrating 70 years of that, you know, uh, you know, with all this scandal going on recently. Yeah. I think if you felt uh, insulted by that, and and you want to celebrate that culture, get down to Bourne Vale Social Club in Ipswich this Sunday, 26th at 12 o'clock. Sweet. Nice. Akabusi's Sunday School All Day at the Black Horse in Ipswich. Um, I think I'm going to play one of the artists from that after this. Cool. Um, because that's a fantastic lineup, it looks like. Um, I'll see if I can find it because I didn't write down who was actually playing. I know Chemical are playing. Uh, Italian Books, Cheap Heat, uh, Killer Corp, um, and Moth Cob, but also A Horse Called War. Have you heard of them? 
you know a horse called war are wonderful and i want to play them later on so uh yeah that that's the horse called war are playing 8 30 we're going to finish off the show with them uh if you like your sludge you like your doom you like a bit of just grit in your teeth uh check them out uh so and also borderlands festival this right. weekend on sunday they've changed the venue it's no longer at um, uh, Milsom's Kesgrave Hall. Okay. It is now at Gresham's. Um, so oh, Gresham's, yes. yeah. So it's kind of like um, I always get those two mixed up anyway. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Well, it's on near, near Northgate High School. Yeah. So on the main stage, they've got City Glow, Connor Adams, Pessimist, Sore Conscience, Sarah Probert, Fisty Cuffs, The High Points, and Impilo, our nice. faves. And on the acoustic stage, they've got Peter Hepworth. Behind the Nut, Lauren Jennifer, Dystopian Sound Collective, False Colours, Poppy Scarlet, James Nunn, Emily Gray, Stu Philpot, Luke Sanders, Deadwood Drummers, End Notes, James Morgan, The Soul Project, and Two Dog Saloon. Shout out to Spoonie. Um, John's done a really, really great um, a great job of putting those arts, acts together. Yeah. He tried to book us for that, but we've got a wedding on Sunday, so we can't do it. So you can catch the Lockerbillies also at Dedham Vale um, vi- uh, Vineyard. Um, we have. I've got three gigs in Dedham this wow. weekend. How I've many got, times have you played in Dedham this year? Uh, this will be the only three. Um, <laughs> so it's, yeah, Dedham. Dedham. Uh, I'm doing Stoke by Nayland. Yeah. And then I'm doing Dedham Vale Vineyard, and then I'm doing the Tollbooth. Right. Uh, in Dedham, all over Saturday and Sunday, all unrelated shows. That's mad. It never happens. Dedham gigs. They're like buses. <laughs> they all come three at a time on one weekend uh, in Dedham. No. <laughs> Uh, that'd be yeah. useful, um, but yeah. So you can get uh, you can get tickets for that because Hot Tramp are also playing. Yeah, um, there is. I'm trying to see who else. Pink, yeah, because it's Pink Shed, Polly Haynes, and Tom are putting it on. So it's us, the Lockerbillies, Hot Tramp, Peter Hepworth, Artwork, and Stretch Soul Gang. So that's this whole weekend sorted for you guys. So if you haven't found yourself a good gig to gig to to go to in that gig list, you are mental. Cool. So we're signing off, mate, because yeah. I've been yapping on. I'll be um, I've, I've got well, I've had a few people texting actually. Uh, Joe Bowman. Any bingos? Uh, no Jamin. bingos yet. So uh, listen on the podcast. If, if but you you might have to rewind back if you're hearing this anymore. So uh, <laughs> Joe Bowman says listening in, really enjoyed it. Rainer Cheers, says boy. Uh, he says I hope you didn't say which songs I recorded on the show. So good thing we didn't. Yeah, say we didn't. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, David Brown says sorry, I missed it. Listen to the podcast, and my dad just texted me saying my pet sparrow died. Um, oh, so, so uh, sorry, maybe man. his. Uh, it's going to happen. He, he lived a good life. Yes, about yeah. a week. We had it a week. Oh, anyway, so. Um, my, my condolences. Yeah, let's, let's for, for you, this one's called. Um, I, 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 oh, oh, I, can't, I can't even think about it now. It's called A Horse Called War. Uh, enjoy yourselves, guys. Love you. See you next week. Bye. Why, buddy? Bye.